Now, with the latest from the world of technology, this is the Tech Guide Podcast with Stephen Fennick. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading once again. Tech Guide. Well, without a doubt, the biggest tech story of the week. Tech Guide. It's a very competitive market, the smartphone market. Keeping you updated and educated. This is a device that combines a tablet, a laptop, and a sketch pad. This is the Tech Guide Podcast. This is the future. Wireless earphones. Tech Guide. What you see is what you get. Quality is obvious. Now, from the studios of techguide.com.au, Stephen Fennick. Hello and welcome to Tech Guide, episode 223. This is the podcast that keeps you updated and educated about the latest consumer tech news, views and reviews. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading. Welcome aboard, you first-time listeners. My name is Stephen Fennick. I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. On this week's show, Norton School Cyber Safety Session doesn't go exactly to plan, and we speak to Jared Hain, who was there. Why the need to remember different passwords is now over, and we also chat to Freeview CEO Liz Ross about the new Freeview FV app that's available now. In the Tech Guide reviews, we take a look at the new range of Swiss Digital Smart Bags, We also check out the levitating Death Star Bluetooth speaker and the laser multi-region Blu-ray DVD player. And we'll wrap it up, as we always do, with the Tech Guide help desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, Australia's number one brand of home Wi-Fi products, and also Norton, the company to help keep you and your family safe online. A massive show for you this week on Tech Guide. We were up on the Gold Coast this week for a special cyber safety session with rugby league superstar Jared Hayne. He's now playing for the Gold Coast Titans, so up in his hometown. We travelled to hear him speak to the students at Rabina State High School. And uh, it was a session uh, aimed to tell the students about online cyber safety tips, uh, passwords, cyberbullying, and, and a, a general overview on how to behave online, how to stay safe online, uh, and, and j- just be a good net citizen. Uh, but things didn't, unfortunately, go to plan. In the, there was one part of the presentation, and I was up there. I, I saw this. I was the only tech journalist up there. Uh, Norton, uh, we should state, is also a sponsor of this Tech Guide podcast. Uh, Norton uh, tr- took me up there to t- take a look at the session and to meet Jared, which I did. We'll hear from him a little bit later. But th- there was one part of the session, the uh, the presentation, which was designed to show students the dangers of open Wi-Fi networks. Now, what happens in these networks, we've spoken about this on the program in the past, if you are on an open network, normally found in places like cafes, at the airport, places like that, then what what happens is if you are on this network and someone else is snooping on that open network, they are able to view exactly what you're looking at what uh, what websites you're looking at, passwords, all these sorts of things, and they are visible to this this hacker who ha- who might be on on the same network. So what was set up at Rabina State High School was a little setup where the uh, Nick Savides from from Norton was there. He set up this little dummy free open network, and Jared joined that network, and they were demonstrating live uh, what. 
what Jared had been browsing. In the demo, it showed that he'd been looking at uh, NFL pictures, and it said it could you could see some of the sites he'd visited, and it was showing just demonstrating the fact that what you what you surf surf on open networks it could be a bank a bank your bank website your bank password and account number is easily visible to hackers on that same network but what happened next took everyone by surprise someone else had joined this free network now we don't know whether it was one of the students in in the audience there was about 200 students students there ranging in age from i'd say Year seven, year eight, so 13, 12, 13, up to 15, 16, boys and girls, about just over 200 students. Now, what had happened next was someone else had joined the network. And what that person had been viewing online appeared on the screen. Now, the trouble was it was a porn site and several images were then suddenly uh, suddenly appeared on the screen and about 10 to 15 seconds later, they were up there for 10 to 15 seconds, and uh, Nick Savides pulled the plug and, and the, 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 the images disappeared. Jared naturally was, was quite embarrassed about the whole thing, uh, as, as was Norton. But in my mind, I think, it, yes, it was shocking to see that, those images, especially in front of school children, but it really did demonstrate the dangers of an open network. Now, that could very well have been, rather than it being porn, unfortunately it was, that could very well have been someone's bank account or someone's Facebook page or, or someone's emails. It, it really demonstrated that, yes, it is possible for someone to look at, in the, at your device and see exactly what you're looking at. So it, it was an unfortunate incident, and uh, it, it was some red faces around. The, the session was actually, apart from that little mishap, the, sex, the session was really interesting. It was talking about uh, online security, so trying to avoid online scams and fraud, uh, social networking failures and other scams as well, cyberbullying as well. It was also touched on a really important uh, subject as well, and that's online reputation and the dangers of what you post online could could come back to haunt you in the future. I think Jared shared a great story of college football students who were unable to be drafted or signed uh, because of what the, the these controversial things they'd posted on social media. So that was a great example of how what you post on social media could come back to haunt you. That's something that a lot of young young people don't understand is that they think that once it's there once it's written and posted, it's gone. It's there forever and could be could come back to haunt you in the future, especially if you, you may be uh, becoming uh, an employee for a company uh, that deals with sensitive material or that needs a background check or something like that. And, and these these things you posted back in the day on Facebook or on Twitter, are there, are, will there be there visible into the future and could affect uh, employment for you uh, or any, any other kind of thing in the future for you. So that was a really important lesson there. That was a, a great part of the talk. But it also went on to talk about how to set strong passwords, installing security software, the right and wrong things you should do with your phone. You should always have passcodes on your phone, things like that. But the, the the unfortunate thing is that the event was marred by that little incident, that little pornography mishap, as I called it on Tech Guide. 
But uh, that aside, I decided uh, well, let's have a quick chat to Jared Hayne about his role as an ambassador. He is a Norton ambassador, has been for a couple of years now. Uh, and I caught up with him and uh, he gave his thoughts on what it's like to talk to young kids about the importance of online cyber security. So hi, Jared. Thanks for talking to us today. Uh, you were here talking about cyber security, especially for kids. How important yeah. is that? Oh, mate, it's huge, I think, because of the internet these days. You know, everyone's on it and everyone's kind of communicating and doing everything from it. You know, you, you shop on there. You communicate on there, you face someone there, so um, you know, internet is, is, is huge. And um, with what, what comes with that, is obviously people that you know, predators out there that want to do the wrong thing, or, or obviously hackers is, is a huge thing these days, and it's just getting bigger and bigger with the amount of people that, that, that use the internet. So, now you're an ambassador for Norton. How, how do you enjoy talking to young kids and trying to give them uh, some good advice on cyber security? Yeah, it's, it's a great partnership, me being with Norton, because you know, I'm on the internet all the time as well with social media, so that's obviously hugely important, and it's something that um, you know, you try to just obviously give tips and uh, you know, let the kids understand. I think the biggest thing is kind of really watching what you're right. You know, there's been people um, in America that, that have missed out on, 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 on school. Um, scholarships because of what they've written on, in you know on social media so it's just huge you know and realizing that you know once it goes online it stays online and you, you spend a lot of time online yourself so you you've obviously taking these best practices in mind uh, I'm sure you've got some critics out there so what do you do when the, when people these trolls online you ignore them take them on what do you oh do? for them for the majority of the part I ignore them just because um, you know you know what they you know it's, sometimes it's just passion and obviously you know the opposite team you know getting amongst it so oh, yeah. you know you kind of ignore it for the most part but you know there is times there where you kind of got to put your foot down and, and, and say what it is and keep it real and you're fully fit you're back into training yeah no fully fit mate so I'll be there um, day one now we start on Thursday so looking forward to it thanks mate thanks for your time Tech Guide keeping you updated and educated this is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennick now we all know how difficult it is to remember your passwords. That is a really tough thing that we have to deal with in the in this modern world. It just uh, the sheer number of passwords will really surprise you that you have to learn. And uh, and the security experts and th- this was actually spoken about at at this at the Norton security briefing to the students today. They said that passwords should be treated should be treated like your toothbrush, and by that I mean you should change them regularly and don't share them with anyone. I like that. Your passwords like a toothbrush. Don't change. You should change them regularly and don't share them with anyone, which is uh, is great advice. But good luck trying to remember fifty eight different passwords because you'll be surprised how many online accounts you have. You've got social media accounts banking passwords, you've got social media passwords, all these other different passwords that you have to remember, your Apple ID, your your Wi-Fi passwords, so many things to remember. And it is, it is nearly uh, impossible for a human being to not only remember long, complicated, hard-to-crack passwords, but then you're expected to change them every three months. Well, that's near impossible, which is the reason why this new app called LastPass is so interesting. Now, this is basically a password vault that can allow you to store all your passwords and even have strong passwords suggested to you when you need them. And all you have to do is to remember one master password and LastPass will do the rest. 
it will do all the heavy lifting. So it will remember your Facebook password and your Twitter password and your Amazon password and your Dropbox password. Every password that you access on your desktop uh, computer or on mobile devices, LastPass can handle that. And then when it comes to think of a new password, maybe in three months you want to change that to a more difficult password, a different password, LastPass has got you back there as well. And the beauty of LastPass is that it's free. It uh, The free version allows you to access the app or the, uh, the browser extension uh, across all your devices for free. Other rival password managers uh, charge uh, charge uh, a monthly amount to do that same thing. That so that's the attraction of LastPass. It will do that for you for nothing. Uh, there are there are premium accounts, and w- when you do, if you do opt for the premium account, that, that that's a grand total of one dollar a month. This will enable family sharing. So if your family are accessing the same accounts, then those passwords can also be shared for up to five different users, and they can have their own individual passwords as well. It'll also allow desktop fingerprint identification. So it will enable you and remember your passwords that you've set using just your fingerprint. A lot of laptops uh, and, and phones now with fingerprint readers, so you can associate those with accounts as well. And you'll also get a gigabit, a gigabyte, I should say, of encrypted file storage if you decide to go premium but the free version does get you that same protection across all your devices it will remember all your passwords and you don't have to remember any and you can make them as strong as you want and for those who are thinking well hang on a minute LastPass is going to have all my passwords well no they're not because what happens when you store your passwords with LastPass on their server that is encrypted the only thing that will decrypt that that all those passwords is your master password so don't think people at LastPass are looking through their servers think oh I've just found Stephen Fennick's bank account password no they're not because it is encrypted even on their servers the only thing that will decrypt that is my master password which i will not be sharing with anyone else LastPass is available now we've written about it on tech guide i recommend you do give it a read and see for yourself how this can make your online world even easier so that full story is at techguide.com.au Well, it's a big week this week for Freeview. Freeview is the free-to-air TV channels, and they have just released the Freeview FV app. We spoke about it a few weeks ago when they announced it, but it is here. It is available now. It's available for iOS devices, so for iPhones and iPads. It is available also for Android phones. The tablet version won't be ready on Android till early next year. But you can use this uh, terrific app on your phone, whether it's Android or iOS, and also on your iPad. Now, this is a world first because all of the TV stations are in one place. You could watch live TV jumping in and out of the four or five different stations' apps but this puts it all in one place. The Freeview FV app lets you watch live TV anywhere in Australia. And it's expected to be well-received by commuters, which, uh, of course, on the train, on the bus, they can watch live television. And it is uh, data has shown, Telstra have released recently, the new, the new prime time, they call it, is the commuting hours in the morning and in the evening when people are going to and from work. Well, Freeview FV app will allow them to tap into live TV. Uh, it'll also let them to watch catch-up TV uh, on the go using this app. Now, we should point 
point out that even though it's a free app, it does use data, uh, especially if you're on 3G, 4G networks. It does give you a little warning to say this uses data. Now, how much data it uses is actually 200 megabytes per 30 minutes, which is not too bad. Uh, and you can also, there is a setting to l- go for a lower resolution so that it reduces the amount of data you're streaming. So it's slightly lesser quality video, less data, so you're not using as much per 30 minutes. Uh, but of course, if you're on a Wi-Fi network, hopefully not your own, you can view this as long as you want. Well, your home network, you've not, probably many of you listening have got unlimited data allowances. You're watching Netflix all the time and Stan and all those other services. So uh, tossing in the Freeview FV app to that allowance is probably not going to break the bank but it does use that 200 meg per 30 minutes uh just thought i would point that out Uh, a really cool new app a lot of people have been reading this story on tech guy they're very excited to have all these stations in one place so now you're not going to miss a thing now when it comes to sport that is one of the reasons i'll be using freeview one of the things you need to remember is that if the station has the digital rights to that particular sporting event you will will be able to watch it through Freeview FV. I'll give you an example. If Channel 9 have the digital rights to the live NRL matches, then you will be able to watch that next year through the Freeview app. So it'll just basically reflect whatever each individual station's digital rights when it comes to sport, that will be reflected in the app. If they've got the rights, you'll be able to watch it in the Freeview FV app. That is uh, a really popular one there. It's available to download now. So search for Freeview FV or just Freeview. It'll be down the scroll a little bit if you want to have a look for it. But we also caught up with Liz Ross, who is the Freeview CEO. Uh, Just before the launch, she actually gave us an exclusive sneak preview of the app before it was released. This was last week. It's available now. But we caught up with her earlier and asked her how people can use it and some of the features. And here's what she had to say. Well, hi, Liz. Thanks for joining us on the Tech Guide podcast, and it's an exciting week because the Freeview FV app has just been launched. Can you tell us a bit about it? Yeah, thanks, Stephen. Um, Freeview's very excited about this app. This is a first time in the world that a free-to-air industry has collaborated on live streaming in one app, which will now be available on iOS phone and tablet and Android phone. Um, So people will have all the channels available in live and catch up at their fingertips. So now rather than what was the scenario before this, we'd be jumping in and out of individual channels apps. It's all now conveniently located in one place. Yes, exactly. So the... This is obviously going to be attractive to a wide range of people, especially commuters. Commuters consume a lot of uh, Mm. content, don't they, while while they're uh, on the way to and from work? Yeah, so if anybody's caught a bus or a train lately, they've probably noticed everybody bent over their their phones. And yes, sometimes they're texting, but a lot of of the time they're watching video. (laughs) They could very very well be listening to this very podcast on the train. So please listen to this podcast first, (laughs) then have a look at Freeview. Yeah, so so video, as you know, is um, it's it's the fastest growing um, form of content um, that people are consuming on their mobile devices, Mm -hmm. Um, and Australia is no different to the rest of the world. And you know, we've we've just read a statistic that the the new peak hour for streaming 
um, video content in the UK, for example, is 8.30 in the morning, yeah. which is bang smack in commuter time. Absolutely. I've heard similar uh, data from some of the telcos that mm. say that their, their spikes of data usage start mm. morning and in the evening commute. Yeah. Speaking of data, we should mention, like, if you are obviously on the train, you are going to be using your own data, so mm-hmm. across 3G, 4G. Mm-hmm. So what, what roughly uh, amount of data are we going mm-hmm. to be using? Yes. So roughly 200 megabytes of data for a 30-minute program okay. on TV. Right. That's pretty good. Yeah. And, and you can also, in the app, I believe, you can choose the settings. So if you want a higher video quality, yep. you can choose that. If you want to have lower data, you can choose lower video Absolutely. quality. Absolutely. So you can protect your data by dropping down to the lower quality video. Mm-hmm. Um, that's obviously up to the consumer. Yeah. You mentioned at the top of the interview that this is a world first. Mm. Why? Why did? Why have? Is Australia or Freeview in Australia achieved this? Well, why is that? Obviously, I'm assuming it's the cooperation of all the stations. Well, we are. We're fortunate that we have. Um, networks collaborating in in the form of an organisation called Freeview, um, and we've been collaborating now for eight years. And I guess in the last two years, the Australian free-to-air networks have really hit their straps with um, technology innovation. Um, and there's, I guess there's no surprises that we, we all understand that people want to watch TV in different ways on different devices now. So this product that we're launching, Freeview FE, is really fulfilling a need um, that we've become aware of, which is being able to consume their TV on the go on whatever device that they want to use. Mm-hmm. And it's not just a live TV, we should add. It's uh, You can also do a bit of catch-up. You can do some planning, set reminders. Yeah. Everything that's available in catch-up um, on the individual um, services like iView, SBS On Demand, etc., will be available through this app. So you'll have your live choices and then you'll have your catch-up choices. And, and I also like the part where that recommend, recommends programs similar to what you're watching. So mm-hmm. it's a great opportunity to, to discover new programs. Absolutely. So, I mean, we think, um, you know, some viewers may have one or two apps already on their phone, um, and but they may not be in that situation where they can discover what's on across all networks. Um, so there's features like Featured in this um, application that will actually give people recommendations across all networks. There's also a browse function where people can um, select a type of program, a genre like documentaries mm-hmm. and factual, and find out what shows are coming up immediately mm-hmm. um, that they can watch right now in that genre that they prefer. And how important was it uh, to create a, a simple app? Because I have seen the app and it is really easy to navigate. Mm-hmm. That, that was obviously one of the primary goals of the, of the app, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we spent a lot of time really simplifying this whole user experience. We wanted to, a simple menu with four or five options in the menu, but straight into live TV when you click on the button on your phone or your, or your tablet. Um, but a very um, simple road in to live TV and to actually do any search and discovery, you're one or two buttons away. Just on our viewing habits, I know that as Aussies, we, we love TV, mm. uh, especially sport. Mm-hmm. So this app now gives us the opportunity to never miss a moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so... Um, you know, if, if the network has the sports rights, digital rights, that sport will be available in this app. Okay, so if you want to tune into the cricket or yeah. next footy season, AFL, NF, NRL, you, you, you if, can do so. If the network's got the rights, it'll be available in this app. Okay, and you mentioned too that it is available now for iPhone and iPad mm-hmm. and Android uh, phone to begin with. Mm-hmm. And so when can we expect Android tablet? 
early in 2017, so we're already working on it. So maybe uh, you know earlier than you know <laughs> we, we plan um, because we've we've done all the heavy lifting now. So yeah. we've we've got three devices over the line, so it's not going to be too difficult to get the Android tablet for those who like their Android tablets. Absolutely, and we should also specify this is a free app as well. Absolutely free access. Um, data um, does apply for any video, as it does if you're watching any other form of video service on, on your phone or your tablet. Well, thank you very much for your time, Liz. I'm going to pop off now and watch some TV on my tablet. <laughs> you enjoy that, thank Steve. You. Okay, thank you. Tech Guide. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Finnick. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Netgear, Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. And they're introducing Orbi, the world's first tri-band Wi-Fi system. Orbi gives you reliable, secure and crazy fast Wi-Fi to every inch of your home. That's right, everywhere. No more dead zones upstairs, no drop connections through walls, just better Wi-Fi everywhere. Orbi reaches up to 370 square metres through Wi-Fi barriers like walls, stairs and doors. With a dedicated internet connection, Orbi helps prevent buffering while streaming your favourite movies and shows. No matter how many devices are connected, you have ultra-fast Wi-Fi speeds. The Orbi tri-band Wi-Fi system works with your existing modem to maximise the speed you're paying for. Orbi's sleek design and state-of-the-art technology steals the show. It gives your home a superior Wi-Fi network that's both, that's both easy to set up and elegant to display. With just a couple of clicks, your secure Wi-Fi network will be ready in no time. For more information, visit netgear.com.au. Orbi, better Wi-Fi everywhere. Tech Guide. Now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennick. Tech Guide. On to our reviews, and the first one is an interesting one. It's from Swiss Digital. Now, this is a company that makes bags, and not just any old bags. These are smart bags. These are bags that have batteries built in, wiring inside, solar panels, speakers, LED lights, you name it, there is a Swiss digital bag that will meet your needs. Now, there are six of them in the range. There are two There are two different collections. There's the Urban Collection and the Adventure Collection. The Urban Collection includes the D-Frag Backpack, and what it has is uh, it's got plenty of compartments, safely fit all your devices, so it's got a little side pocket, so really easy, quick access to your laptop. Really handy at the airport when you need to get out your laptop at airport security. Can fit a laptop up to 14 inches in size, but it's also got Bluetooth on board. So you can pair your phone, and there's, there are controls then on the, on the backpack strap. So while your phone is wirelessly connected, you can control the playback using the buttons on the, the backpack. And it also has a headphone jack. So if you want to connect the headphone, rather than connect the headphone to your phone, you can connect the headphone to the backpack. Now, this is handy for the iPhone 7. Remember, it doesn't have a headphone jack. So if you connect the iPhone 7 by Bluetooth to the Swiss Digital bag, the, the, the D-Frag, and, and all the other bags in the range have this same feature, then you'll be able to plug in a headphone to the bag's controller and listen to your music. So you can still hear music with an iPhone 7 with a cable. 
using this new display, this new control system. Uh, and the, there's also the USB port on the side, so that connects through the wiring in the bag to a special pocket where you can buy and locate a battery. Uh, you need to buy the battery separately, but you can fit the bag in this special compartment, the, the battery in the special compartment. So it's as easy as just connecting a USB cord to your device on the outside of the bag to initiate a charge. Now, I should point out that nearly every bag that I'm about to speak about on the, the Swiss digital bags have these fit these function so the battery built in and the controls and bluetooth next bag along is the jumper that's a messenger bag uh, so it's an over-the-shoulder job still got that swiss digital touch system and bluetooth to, to connect your devices the firewall that's another backpack but it's got a roll top it's got multi-function uh, backpack quick access laptop compartment lots of storage space zippered compartment there's also rfid protection as as all the bags have uh, in certain parts to store your credit card so they can't be scanned illegally. That's a big thing nowadays. Moving on to the adventure range, that is uh, the Neon. Uh, and I should point out, by the way, that the pricing uh, is on Tech Guide, but I'll go through them now. Defrag was 265 the Jumpo is 235 and the Firewall, that's 235 They were part of the Urban Collection. The Adventure Collection starts with the Neon. That's 165 bucks. That's a backpack, and it's called Neon for a reason. There's four bright LED strips making it perfect for cyclists. These are, it makes you really easy to be seen on the road, day or night, it is that bright. Smart charge on board as well. Uh, there's a smartphone storage pocket near it too, so you can have the cable connected right near the pocket for convenience. There's also RFID protection. You can even, if you want, if you're a rider, you can put a hydration bladder in there. That's a little uh, a compartment, uh, uh, like a water balloon, that has a pipe leading down to the back of the bag, so you can easily drink while you're riding or doing other things. Next up, the solar shot. And as its name suggests, it has a removable solar panel. It's a light solar panel that can be attached to the bag. So if you're hiking in the sun or it's sitting in the sun, this bag, it can be used to recharge your battery or your mobile device directly using the power of the sun. Uh, really cool product there. The Soundbite, that's $220. The Solar Shot was $225, I should add. The Soundbite is called Soundbite for a reason. It's $220. It's got a built-in Bluetooth speaker. So forget buying a speaker. This bag is a speaker. There's one on the outside so you can hear your music out loud. It's made of water-repellent, durable fabric, and it's got padded, breathable back sections and straps along with an internal USB collect connection so you can charge your device as well. The Swiss digital smart bags you can check them all out at techguide.com.au Tech Guide This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennick Now you all know that I'm a massive massive Star Wars fan and this next product has really really captured my imagination it is incredible it is the levitating Death Star Bluetooth speaker I'll say that again levitating Death Star Bluetooth speaker. It uses magnets to magically float above a base. The Death Star itself, so it's, it's spherical, is also a Bluetooth speaker. The company who makes this is Plox. We In the past, they've made battery chargers and things like that. But in this case, they have knocked it out of the park just for sure, for sheer nerd pleasure and Star Wars fan pleasure. This is a really interesting product. Now, the, the Death Star itself 
takes a little bit of practice to get it to float in the first place. So you've got to find what they call a levitation point. So when all the magnets are all aligned and they all join up, and that is enough force to hold the Death Star in place magically above the base. I'm looking at it right now. It's spinning on its axis, and it is truly delightful. The speaker, though, it is a Bluetooth speaker, I should point out, and there is a button on the side of the Death Star that you can activate, so you can activate the speaker, and you can then stream your music to that speaker. Now, I'll be brutally honest here, the speaker in the Death Star is good, not great. I have heard, if you're buying this purely as uh, for the quality of the speaker, you're going to be disappointed. It's okay, it'll play your music okay. Uh, but there are far better speakers on the market, in my opinion, uh, roughly for the same price. It's $249, but those other speakers aren't in the shape of the Death Star, and they don't levitate. So that, that was enough for us. Yeah, they had us at hello with this product. Even if I don't hear music through this speaker, and I have been, it is just a pleasure to look at it, watching it float, touching it, because the magnetic field is so strong that you can actually touch the Death Star and it wobbles in its own little place, doesn't go anywhere. It just magically floats there. It is remarkable. I have put a little video up on Tech Guide so you can see that it is actually real. It is floating there without wires. I even passed something underneath like a magician just to prove that it is levitating. There are no wires, no cables, no smoke and no mirrors. It is real. The Death Star levitating Bluetooth speaker. It does come with a little frame, a little guide, I should say, a little cone. So if you're having difficulty finding that levitation point, at least this little floating start that can help you find it, it does sort of keep it in place. It is a little bit frustrating at first, but you do get the hang of it, and you can levitate it pretty quickly once you know what you're doing. It, it, it is, it's all part of the fun, I guess, of setting this thing up. The Plox levitating Death Star Bluetooth speaker is 200 and you will find a complete review at techguide.com.au. Now, if you're a Bluetooth, not Bluetooth, if you're a Blu-ray, Bluetooth was the last product, the Death Star, Blu-ray, if you're a fan of Blu-ray movies like I am and DVD, Laser has an amazing new player. It's the BD3000. Now, what this player does that most of the other players cannot do is play any region Blu-ray disc and any region DVD on the player. Even disc players that are far more expensive than this one are locked into the Australian regions. The Blu-ray region here is B, and the DVD region is 4. But if you're shopping in the US or another part of the world and spot a, a movie that you can't buy in Australia or just you find it cheaper overseas, there is now no need to worry about looking on the back, looking for the region, whether it's an all-region, whether it will play here. The laser player will do it. Now, the beauty of this is not only does it have that ability, but it's also extremely affordable. It's $99.95. Now, this, this little unit, uh, it's only 26 centimetres wide, about 20 centimetres deep, so it's, it's gonna easily, gonna, you're going to easily find space for this 
in your entertainment unit. Uh, it has a HDMI connection as well as an RCA connection. If, you, if you've got an older TV and you want to just watch DVD, you can do that. DVDs actually out, are still outselling Blu-ray discs, would you believe? DVD players are outselling Blu-ray players. With well, the beauty of the laser, it can play all of them. Blu-ray, DVD. You can even play your CDs as well. So handy product. So it's got the HDMI connection. Uh, it's got RCA connection for older TVs. It's also got an Ethernet connection. So you can connect this to your network so you can get your firmware upgrade through the internet you can also use it for dlna so you could if you've got some uh some some content located on other drives in your house maybe a nas drive your other computers you can access that content through there as well uh, the remote control is nice and small doesn't have a backlight on the remote control so if you're watching this in the dark you're going to really have to get used to the layout of the keyboard uh, of the of the uh, the remote control but it is pretty basic all the all the main buttons are down the bottom and it is really easy to play and pause your movies as you're going uh, it, look in terms of the settings you're not going to dive really deep into picture and audio settings like the, some of the high end players but this really stands up it does play great full HD uh, Blu-rays and your DVD DVDs. It does have upscaling as well, so it can upscale your DVDs to near full high definition as well. On the front is also a USB uh, port, so you can connect an external hard drive or a little USB stick to watch your content through that as well. So it's a really handy device, very versatile. The Laser BD3000 Blu-ray disc player. It's also backed by a three-year warranty, I should add, as well. It's available now at Big W, JB Hi-Fi, Harvey Norman and Bing Lee, and it's priced at just 90 I recommend you head over to techguide.com.au and read all about it. Keeping you updated and educated. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fenning. Tech Guide. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly sponsored by Norton, the company that can help keep you and your family safe online. While public Wi-Fi at airports, hotels and cafes is convenient, it's not always safe. Now, we were talking about this during the first segment of the show, so listen up. Did you know that accessing the web using public Wi-Fi can expose your most sensitive information, like passwords, your websites, photos, credit card details, to hackers and identity thieves? Norton Wi-Fi privacy helps encrypt your information when you're online so it can't be intercepted by prying eyes. So whether you're worried about hackers stealing your passwords, companies tracking your online activity, keeping your personal information protected with the new Norton Wi-Fi privacy app. To learn more, visit au.norton.com or search for Norton Wi-Fi privacy on the App Store or Google Play Store. Answering all your tech questions, the Tech Guide Help Desk. Now, I had an interesting question uh, just this week about being able to mirror what's on the, this person's laptop to their television. Now, there are several ways you can do this, and this is handy because you can maybe display some photos on the screen, you can maybe put websites up there, a movie. It's really handy to be able to mirror your laptop. Well, how do you do it? Well, if your computer has a HDMI port, you can just simply connect a cable and you're connected. It'll come up on your screen as one of the, in one of the inputs and whatever's on your screen is replicated on your television. That's really easy. But how do you do it wirelessly? It is possible to do it if you've got an Apple TV. So if you've got a Mac computer and an Apple TV, you can mirror your display. So whatever's on your Mac or, or Mac uh, MacBook, your laptop, you can replicate that on your TV. 
But an even handier product, or just as handy, is the Chromecast. And what it allows you to do is to replicate, uh, to, to stream content from your laptop, whether it's a Mac or, or a PC, uh, Android or iOS tablet, uh, onto your TV. So out of all those methods I've just outlined, at least one of those will work, whether it's wireless, with a cable, and you can replicate whatever's on your screen, mirror your laptop or your desktop for that matter, on the best screen in your house, which is your TV. And I've written about that in the past on Tech Guide plenty of times, but that is a way to get the content you want on the best screen in the house. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show for this week. You can read about everything we've talked about at techguide.com.au. And if you want to get in touch, please send us an email at info at techguide.com.au. A special thanks, too, to our sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs. And a shout-out to Norton, the company that can help keep you and your family and your devices safe online. Thanks for listening. It's been great having you with us. We had a great break last week, but we are back we look forward to you joining us again next week so until then stay safe and stay connected 